Section one of A Day at a Time and Other Talks in Life and Religion by Archibald Alexander. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marianne. A Day at a Time and Other Talks in Life. Dedication. This book, written in wartime to minister comfort, and if it may be to reinforce hope and faith, is dedicated by permission to Sir John R. Jellicoe, Admiral of the Grand Fleet. There are nettles everywhere, but smooth green grasses are more common still. The blue of heaven is larger than the cloud. E. B. Browning Section 1. A Day at a Time As thy days, so shall thy strength be. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 25. If any one of us knows a word of hope or has picked up a message of comfort anywhere, it is his plain duty to share it these days. We owe it to each other to cherish as exceeding precious and to pass on to others every brave and helpful word or thought we come across. Well, here is a splendid one for us all and especially for those who have most at stake in this great conflict and are looking anxiously ahead and fearing what the weeks may have in store. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. It is a great and glorious promise. And just a couple of verses further on, it is caught up and included in one greater still. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. Fathers and mothers, with a boy, or more than one, perhaps, away on active service for king and country, this promise is for you, to take to your heart and hide there, like some precious secret between you and God. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. Notice carefully, however, how the promise runs. Not, mark you, as your life is not as your years are, not even as your weeks are, but as your days, so shall your strength be. For each day as it comes, God's promise is that strength will be given you, but just for a day at a time. The way to live under any circumstances, but especially in these hard weeks, is just a day at a time. Leave tomorrow with God, my brother, until it comes. That is what the Word of God lays upon you as a duty. Live this day at your best and bravest, trusting that God's help will not fail you. And for the duties and trials of tomorrow, however hard and heavy, believe the strength for that day also will be given you when it comes. You cannot have failed to observe what an important place this way of living had in the teaching of Jesus Christ. He was always trying to get men to trust the coming days to God and to live fully, worthily, and nobly today. He was dead against the practice of adding to the burdens of today fears and forebodings for tomorrow. It is in love to us, in his desire to save us unnecessary pain, that he bids us remember that sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. 
In one of R. D. Blackmore's fine open-air stories, there is a character who talks at length about horses. After comparing good ones and bad ones in their behavior, the first time they breast a hill with a load behind them, he sums the matter up thus. Howsoever good a horse be, he longeth to see over the top of the hill before he be halfway up it. The man who is listening to him confesses that he has often felt that way himself, and I do not know that there are many of us who can claim to be guiltless in this respect. Yet it is perfectly plain that the men and women who are living the bravest and most successful lives around us and are proving towers of strength to others are those who have learned the art of living just a day at a time and of depending upon God for strength for that day in the simplest and most trustful fashion. Why, my brothers, if God our Father had meant us to carry on our backs the fears and anxieties of the coming days, he would surely have told us more about them. If we were meant to bear today what next week holds, surely we should have been permitted to see into next week. But we cannot. We cannot see a single second ahead. God gives us now, and tomorrow he keeps to himself. Is there anything wiser or better than we can do with our tomorrows than just to leave them quietly and trustfully with him? The habit of living ahead, as so many of us do, prevents us from getting the full taste and flavor of the happiness and blessing that are ours today. I defy any man to be adequately grateful for this day's sunshine if he is worrying all the time about the chance of a bad day tomorrow. Mark Rutherford, merciless self-critic as he was, takes himself severely to task for this habit in his autobiography. I learned, alas, when it was almost too late, he says, to live in each moment as it passed over my head, believing that the sun as it is now rising is as good as it ever will be. Yes, in great things as well as in little things, that is true. If we are to live our lives at the full, and anywhere on the Christian level, the only way is to live one day at a time. Our forefathers in the pulpit were fond of reminding their hearers to live each day as if it were their last. And in solemn truth, without being in the least morbid, that is the way to live. If a man knew that after today he would not smell the sea again, how fully and gratefully he would fill his lungs with its ozone today. If he knew he were not to enter God's house again, how earnestly and sincerely and reverently he would join in its worship today. Yes, but the point is, why should his hope that he has other days to come prevent him from taking out of this day all that he possibly can? Why should this day be any less prized because others in all probability will follow it? But the great value of this word is the comfort of it to those who are anxious and fear the coming days. And which of us is not in that category? I do not suppose there is one of my readers upon whom, somehow or other, the war has not levied its tax. Nearly everyone has somebody belonging to him or her who is in this gigantic struggle, and whose welfare is a matter of real concern. And, closer still, there are fathers and mothers, sisters and brothers, whose very dearest are in it, or are getting ready to do their share. They have joined, and we are proud that they have joined, 
for this is a cause that ennobles every mother's son who fights for it. But who shall say what the mother's thoughts are these days? How proud, and justly proud, the father is that his boy has played the man, and offered himself to his king and for his country. But only God, who made the father, and the mother, heart, knows what the surrender costs. And only God knows how eagerly and anxiously they look ahead to try to see what the future may hold. And, knowing that, he sends his comfort to you, fathers and mothers, the comfort of his promise, as thy days, so shall thy strength be. Just a day at a time, my friend. Do not take fears for next month on your shoulders now. You will get strength given you for today, certain and sure, and when next month comes, the strength and comfort for that day will come too, as certain and as sure. Be not over-anxious about the morrow. Leave your tomorrow and your soldier's son in God's hands. You can do nothing more at the best, and this is the best. But it is such a mistake to do anything less. Leave all your tomorrows with God. It is what he wants you to do. And humbly and gratefully take from his hands his gift of today and the strength that comes with it. If that be not enough, and it is not enough for God has said more, when that is not enough, still your heart a moment and listen and you will hear beneath that promise for today, like the grand, deep tones of an organ, the magnificent diapason of the Father's constant love and mindfulness. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. And surely that is enough. So, for tomorrow and its needs I do not pray, but keep me, guide me, help me, Lord, just for today. Prayer. O Lord our God, who dost appoint the way for each of us, give us the grace to trust that as thou hast helped us hitherto, so in thy great mercy thou wilt bless us still. We do not ask to see the distant scene. Keep us and our beloved this day, and in quietness and confidence teach us to leave tomorrow with thee, our Father. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. End of section one.